All right, another episode. We are in the throes of November, and I am in the throes of parenting a child that is in daycare. You can probably hear, I don't know what's going on. I mean, everyone that here told me, warned me, and for the first year I was good. Didn't get sick, never get sick, the whole thing. And now it's like I'm sick every week. Layla's got a cold, she's got a this, she's got a cough, and now daddy has a cold, has a cough. I mean, it's, in, it's incredible. So if I sound a little bit, it's because I am. Welcome to parenthood. Wouldn't trade Layla for anything, but the sickness, it's kind of annoying, I'll be honest. Today's episode, we talk about price. We talk about price. We talk about price. And some of you guys that are driving, listening to this, you just drove off the road, so we'll send help. Because as Dan Kennedy always says, most of us learn about money by listening to our parents fight about it. We have bad money habits. We have crazy thoughts about it. We have crazy fears around it. It is just a topic that is not well understood. And my audience is like super smart. Like I'm always impressed when I speak to the people in my group. They're highly, highly intelligent people. But this topic, this financial literacy, this emotion surrounding money, specifically today about price rise, is such a topic of conversation. You know, now that I am a, a dad and I have a daughter who just turned one, you know, I think about what, what are the things that I want to be proactive with teaching her. And as I do more of this coaching thing, you know, her relationship with money is something that I want to teach her. I mean, no offense to the teachers out there, but my daughter is going to be taught by teachers that might be great at their job and might mean well, but let's be honest, most of them are terrible with money too. So how would I expect them to teach my daughter about money? I don't want my daughter to be frugal. I don't want her to be cheap. I don't want her to spend lavishly. I want her to have a healthy relationship with money that when money gets brought up, she doesn't wilt. And if she needs to ask someone for money or she needs to charge money or she needs to spend money, she can logically go through that process and understand if it's the right move for her. And so for some of you guys out there who are in practice, who I'm speaking to right now and have kids, if you feel a certain way about money and charging and raising prices, I would just ask you, parent to parent, how do you think your, par- your kids are going to turn out? If it's done all for them, if you work hard for them, don't you think you should work on yourself as well? Don't you think you should have a better chance about talking about money? Don't you think you should transfer to the next generation a better habit about money than you have? If you want to make the next generation better than you, it's on you to figure this out. So you can't keep burying your head in the sand. You can't keep just thinking you're going to figure the money thing out. If this makes you nervous, I'm sorry. Someone's got to tell you. Someone's got to tell you. I mean, I have Kairos that tell me, oh, I'm one of the most expensive ones in town. I charge 80 bucks. It's like, dude. I have other Kairos that tell me, you know, uh, if I can make a million, I'll be happy, I think, but I'll probably be nervous. If I can make 10 million, I think I'll be happy and I'll still be nervous. I can make 20 million. You know, the, 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 the money issues are rampant. The money issues are rampant. Obviously, I'm here to coach business and help people improve their lives. And I get people that come in here and tell me all the time, like, hey, you improved my business, but I really want to thank you because you helped me improve my life. It means a lot. It means a lot. And I think our relationship with money is such a huge part of that. Not only 
as you improve your relationship with money, will your business improve? Will your employees improve? Will your practice improve? But your family will improve. Your home life will improve. You won't go to bed nervous every night. I think oftentimes people think their money issues will go away when they make money. If you have money issues and you make a lot of money, (laughs) your money issues are going to get worse. Worse. You've heard the phrase before, which I believe is that money doesn't actually change people. It just enhances who you are. And so people that are cheap assholes when they have no money, when they make a little bit, they become bigger, cheap assholes, gaping assholes. See what I did there? So this episode, it's about raising price. It's about the psychology of money. Great book by Morgan Housel. And I hope you all enjoy. And if this episode resonates with you, if you know that you have to raise price, if you can't bring yourself to do it, if you currently have money issues, I invite you, give us a chance. Give us a chance in our Rehab Cairo community. Reach out to us. You can reach out to me on Instagram, at Justin Rabinowitz. See if Biz 101 is the right, is the right course for you. We have such an unbelievable results with people, and I'm inviting you. We get thousands of listeners per week, and I don't have a thousand people in the mastermind. So I'm inviting you, people that are listening, that are stragglers, that are, I'm in your earbuds every week, but haven't taken action. Please, please, I invite you into our world, and I look forward to meeting you. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. All right, so what I'm going to do in painstaking detail, stay with me now, is I am going to go and just read to you what our community has told me. And so in our Slack channel, we have a very, very active Slack channel in our mastermind group. This was the post. I posted and said, looking to do a podcast specifically on price increases. What were your prices before you joined us and what are they now? So I got quite a few responses and I'm going to start by just reading them. And then I'm also going to tell you where these people are from because I know one of the problems that we often see is that people think, oh, this won't work in my town. I'm from a small town. I'm from a big town. I'm from all these different places. So I won't use their names because I didn't ask for permission and I don't want to do that. And I don't know if it's illegal, whatever. Um, So I'm going to tell you the area, general area of where they are from so that you understand. All right. So the first one, what were your prices before you joined us and what are they now? So $60 for 30 minute appointments, 120 for an hour. Now, 295, only one hour sessions. This person is from uh, Atlanta area in Georgia. Next, 197 for one hour. Now, 275 to 325 for one hour appointment. This person is in Maine. And just so everyone is aware, this the question is, before you joined our program, what were you charging? What are you charging now? The next one is in San Diego. I've been at every single price possible, but just before joining, I was at $145 for 40 minutes. Now I'm at $295 across the board. Next from New Jersey, here's a good one, kind of $250, but we discounted everyone. Switched to $297 earlier this year and now are at $347. Next in Iowa, either Iowa or Wisconsin. I think it's Wisconsin. It's the same thing, right? 
Before a new patient, one hour for $150, 10 minutes for $50, 20 minutes for $80, new rates, $250 an hour, going up to $300 early in 2024. Next, Miami, Florida, $80 for 30 minutes, now $275 to $325 for one hour. Next, North Carolina, $175 before, now $249. Next, we have Scottsdale, Arizona, one hour was $175, half hour was $85, now $299, and then $249 for hour appointments only. Next in LA, California, start at $220 an hour, follow up now, $350 an hour, follow up. Next, Florida, earning an average of $80 per visit, $100 visit average. Uh, I would get about 50% of what I charge to insurance. Started with $125 for 30 minutes and $250 for one hour, discounted for $225. Now, $250 to $275 for one hour and $165 for 30 minutes when and if it comes up. Next, Jacksonville, Florida, $60 for 30 minutes. Now, $349 per hour and only in packages. Before 229 evaluation with discounted packages. Now 299 single session rate and 249 per package. This is in Rhode Island. Next, we have Pennsylvania, was 125 new patient, 60 follow-up. Now 249 new patient, 149 follow-up. And then next we have Canada, currently 210 initial, 160 follow-up, going to 250 single, 200 for packages. And then finally, we have North Carolina again, 125 for 30 minutes now between 300 and 349. Okay, so I wanted to start there just to let you know that is actually what's happening. And these are not my words. That was our community's words. And I literally just read the the, um, Slack thread to you guys uh, for feedback. And then that's what they told me. And so based on that, now let's get into some actual uh, useful information for you guys that are listening to the pod. I want to talk more about how you can raise price, why you should raise price, and uh, what the benefits could be to your business. So I wrote down five, and let's get right into it. Number one, the easiest piece of advice that people laugh about, but I'm actually being dead serious and nobody thinks I am because you guys are all very smart doctors and think everything needs to be more complicated. The number one tactical way to raise your price for your service is, wait for it, Dramatic pause. Say a different number. If you say a different number than you were charging before, if it was 125, 125, and you say 225, you have raised your price. And for many of you who are stuck in your own head and getting in your own way, that advice, it almost seems laughable because it is, but it's also true. So the number one way to raise your price is literally just to say a different number. Is it that easy? It sure can be, so long as you don't get in your own way and have the negative self-talk and talk about all the other things of why you're not worth it and your area couldn't afford it and all the things that you need to work through. Because at the end of the day, if you said 125 and you say 225, you said 225 and now you say 275, you just said a different number. That's the first way. Raise your price. Now, for some of you, you might turn the podcast off now for two reasons. The first one is like, oh, that's really good advice. Why didn't anyone ever say that? And for that, I'd say, good. And for some of you guys, you might say, this guy's an idiot because that's not going to work. And I would say, no, you are an idiot because it is going to work. Either way, eh, 
we're good. So number two, you have to recognize that there are only going to be three ways, three ways that your business will grow. Three ways, that's it. doesn't matter what business you are in. It doesn't matter where you are in the country or the world. It doesn't matter who your perfect patient is. It doesn't even matter what you sell. You don't even have to be a chiropractor. This is the only three ways for your business to grow. Number one, you're going to have to increase the volume. So if you're charging $100 for a thing, an adjustment, and you're seeing two people, well, that's $200. If you see four people at $100, now you've doubled your income. So the first way to grow your business is to just see more volume of patients. The second thing is to take a patient who's paying you 100 and then add on supplements, sell them other things. And now instead of getting $100 for that visit, you're getting $125. You've just made more money for the same sort of transaction, so to speak. And the third way to grow your business is to simply raise your price. If we can't figure out how to do any of these, you're going to struggle. You're going to be out of business or your business will just flatline and get stuck. And for you guys out there that are frustrated, that are wondering how your business is going to grow, just pick one of these three. That's the only way. I'm telling you, it's the only way. I know you want to think there's another way. Again, it's got to be more complicated than this. It really isn't, guys. It's this easy. It's this easy. Even for my mastermind, the highest level VIP CEO group members, I always go back to the fundamentals because as their business grows and they add more staff, and they add more premises, and they have more complicated issues to solve, it's my job to bring them back to the fundamentals. Hey, we want to make more money. We want to grow the business revenue. How do we do it? These are the only three ways. Let's pick one. Let's pick one. I've told the story before about a sales conversation we had with a, with a Cairo, really good Cairo in the Midwest. And when we presented this to him before he joined our course, he didn't want to do any of them. And it was at that moment where we said, hey, man, we, we don't really think we're going to be able to help you. And he didn't join the course. I mean, I'm not a wizard. I can't make money just arrive in your pocket. You have to do something different. If you're, char- if you're you know, seeing one-on-one for an hour like many of our mastermind members do, then you either have to drop appointment time so that you can see more volume in that hour or you have to work more hours, which so many of you don't want to do because you have family and other obligations and, and you want to actually have a work-life balance, which I appreciate. And the only path forward is to not see more volume. It's to not decrease your treatment time. It's to either sell them other things or to raise your price. So if you have three ways to grow, Number one, increase your volume. So if you're seeing people one-on-one for an hour and you're working eight hours a day, now we can work 12 hours a day and add four more patients. That will make you more money. Or if you're spending one-on-one for an hour and you can decrease treatment times with 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, that will increase your volume. So that's a way. You can sell them other things, upsells. You can upcharge for laser or PEMF or ABCD or XYZR, like any new machine that comes out that gets your rocks off, you can say, hey, it's $1,000 for regular treatment. And if you want PEMF and lasers on your butt, uh, you can add that treatment in there. That's an extra 50. That'll make you more money. No problem. Or you can just raise your price, which goes back to number one and say a different number. Any and, any and all three will absolutely work. Number three. Number three. I think sometimes we need to zoom out and understand the demands of the market. So forever and always, chiropractors feel like second-class citizens. 
They feel like they're like the redhead stepchild of the medical community. And they actually, it's funny, people in my world, the evidence-based, the rehab-based, whatever, they blame the crazy Kairos for that, that we have a bad name because of the other Kairos trying to cure cancer. While I'm not disagreeing that that's outrageous, what I'm going to say is sometimes we need to look inward or look at that person in the mirror. And then a lot of this problem, a lot of the issues that you guys are facing, a lot of the frustration of feeling like second, third, fifth class citizens is stuff that you guys have brought upon yourselves. And when I say you guys, I mean me too, all of us, because I've been there as well. Because if you are a doctor and wanted to be treated like a doctor, one of the ways that we actually determine that in society is by price or just professional services. So I'm using a lawyer right now to work through some things in the business, get some, get some things tidied up. And she is $350 an hour. $350 an hour. And so if you as a Cairo think that you should be playing the same game as a lawyer in your area, and the lawyer's charging $300 and you're $125 or you're $200, then you're going to be less valuable because people calculate value based on cost and price. And I'll be honest with you, if she came back to me or told me she had a partner, and this could happen actually, she said, hey, listen, I'm 350 an hour. I have a junior associate who's 195. My first question would be, am I going to get the same thing for 195? Or is this person going to write up a contract that's BS and I'm going to get sued? It's going to cost me more in the long run. As soon as something becomes cheaper, we all question it. So in my case, my lawyer is, is 350 bucks an hour. And if she decreased her price by half or gave me to a junior associate that was half price, I immediately have to make sure that I'm getting the same out of it. Now, what will be fascinating in that situation, because she wouldn't have a good answer, is if that happened, it was 350 and her associate was 200 I would say, I just want to make sure, is the quality of work going to be $150 less? And she would absolutely say no. And I would then question her as to why that person is charging less, not for this conversation. But if you want to be treated as a professional, if you want to be viewed by medical or by other professionals as a true professional, your prices have to indicate that. So if you're 150 for an hour, then you're going to be treated less than half as well as the other people. I'm sorry. You think that I might be politically incorrect? No, no, everyone. No, it's just how life works. It's just how life works. We can question it. We can demand different, or we can just make the change and just be the person who we want to be. And so if you look at the market around you and you are just the cheapest always and forever, then you're going to be treated that way. And of course, of course your patient is going to say, you know what, I sort of trust you, Dr. Smith, but I think I need to go see my orthopedist. Why? <laughs> well, your orthopedist is $400 billed to insurance for six minutes of care. They must be more valuable. Now we know they're not, but that's how the world works. This guy, this girl, this surgeon, this doctor, they are billing to insurance probably three, $4,000 an hour, and you're afraid of 125 going to 250 What world are you living in, man? What world are you living in? You can't do it. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. Number four. I'm recording this in November of 2023. In my 
adult life, let's call it like post 08 recession and on. I was still in college then. So I don't have the best understanding of that time other than what I've read and whatever. We are in the largest inflationary period in my adult life. Two, three years ago, mortgage rates were in the twos and the threes. And I had a four point something mortgage and it felt like I was getting hosed. Well, today they're in the eights. I got two steaks from the butcher the other day. It cost me like a hundred bucks and they weren't even cooked. I mean, insane. It's insane. House prices, my God, what you can get for 700,000 was 500,000 a few years ago. The cost of gas, the price of food, rent, mortgages, interest rates. Everything is more expensive. Everything is more expensive. You cannot bury your head in the sand as a chiropractor and just play the doctor game. Like that's not in my wheelhouse or I don't understand. You're being squeezed at every place. If you have staff, they are asking for more money. That's not going to go away. Wage inflation is real. The same employee that was $15, $16, $17 an hour three or four or five years ago is now $22 to $23 an hour. And I say that because if I'm in your earbuds right now and you have not raised your price significantly in the last, since COVID, like doubled your price or close to it, you're behind. Effectively, you're losing money. So you could be making a lot more, but your buying power is less. Your profitability is less. And you can argue with me. However, all I would say is this. If you have a staff member that at any point comes to you and asks for less money, please, I'm on Instagram, at Justin Rabinowitz. Send me a DM. I want to meet this person. I want to hug this person. I want to interview this person. Because I can tell you, I've been working and hiring and employing people for almost a decade now. Probably 20-something total people. And never has an employee come to me and told them they should be paid less. And so if you're not making more and your buying power is less and you're not charging more and you are not keeping up with the pace of inflation in your business, you're going to struggle. And you're going to wonder why you feel poor. Well, that's why you feel poor. And then finally, finally, the last piece of advice that I would get you to understand about raising price is that you need to raise price significantly enough to make sure that the math works. So what does that mean? When you raise price, the biggest fear we have is number one, people getting mad at us. But really, if you broke it down, the biggest fear we have, the biggest fear we have is that everyone is going to leave. Now, while this fear is often unfounded, I think it's important to recognize that, sure, people will leave. If you're charging $75 and you raise it to $85 and you lose some patience because of it, you didn't raise prices significantly enough to make up for it. And so to use round numbers, whenever I'm talking to my mastermind members, what I always say is this. Lay it out on paper. For ease of numbers, let's say you're charging $100 and you have 10 patients on the schedule. Is it reasonable to think if you doubled your price, half the people would stay? 
Now, emotionally, a lot of people would say no, but I can tell you after doing this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, it's always true that at least half will stay, if not more, usually more, usually many, many, many more. However, let's just say Armageddon happens and you're a jerk and you double people's prices and half of your patient population leaves. If you had 10 patients on the schedule and now you only have five and you've doubled your price, guess what? You're making the exact same money. However, however, what you need to realize as an entrepreneur and a business owner is you have just made more money. Well, how is that possible? The only two assets, my friends, are time and money. So the game of business is that if you can cut your time in half and make the same money, you are winning. Because now you've just bought back your time to go and build the business further, to go and get all of those new patients, to go and hire and train your staff. Or if you don't want to do that, no problem. If you don't want to do that, no problem. Go spend time with your family. You earned it. But when you raise prices too little, it doesn't make enough of an increase because you're going to piss people off. I think the thing that people think is, you know, if we raise a $10, you're going to piss people off a little. And if you raise them a hundred, you're going to piss people off a lot. And honestly, just from what I've seen, hasn't the people that are going to be pissed. They're going to be pissed either way. People that leave, they're going to leave either way. Some people, as soon as you raise their price, they get insulted. Some people, they don't bat an eye. And so if you're going to raise your price, just do the math, lay it out. Say, if I double, can I lose half? Yes. Okay. And we'll be okay. Yes. If I raise it by 20 and I lose half, will I be okay? No, I'll be losing money. And the game of raising prices, obviously not to lose money. And so for all of you guys out there that are afraid of doing it, that need some confidence to do it. I just gave you all of the tools. However, an interesting thing has happened from what I've realized. I've, this is not the first time I've talked about raising price. For many people, they don't, really have the confidence to do it. They need someone to walk them through it. They need to be in a community with other people that have done it, that look like them, that are scared like them, that talk like them. Which is why if you're listening to this and you're getting like nervous right now and you're sweating and your hands and your palms and your heart starting to palpitate because you know I'm speaking directly to you, it might be time to join our community. You might need to be held accountable. You might need to pay some money. You might need a group of 100 people to hold you accountable to the price rise you know you have to make. Because when you go home tonight to your beautiful family, they deserve it. You being scared, you having false beliefs about money, we need to get those out of you. Remember, some of you guys that are listening to this, that are getting hot and bothered right now, that are sweating, that are nervous. My biggest fear for you is this. It's not that you're going to be in business for 20 years. You're going to be in business 20 years, one time, the same, every year. So you're not in business for 20 years. You're in business one time, 20 times in a row. Rinse and repeat, same bullshit every year, every year, every year. And I'll be honest with you, I think you deserve better. Honestly, sometimes my job as a coach is to help you see something that you can't even see in yourself. 
We get thousands of listeners to this podcast. So I know for a fact there are many of you listening. I'm speaking to you. If this is you, have some courage. You can send me a DM. Say, hey, I need this. I heard this podcast. It felt like you were speaking directly to me. We can see if it's a good fit for you to join our community. But if you look going back and you rewind about the progress that people have made, just simply with their price, getting the courage and confidence. Now, I would say if you can listen to this podcast and go implement tomorrow in your business, just go do it. Don't pay me. But if you're not, if you're not, if you won't, if you can't, if you're not sure how, you need to be in Cairo Biz 101. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.